Hello, this is the Live Big Broadcast with Derek Greer. Today we will hear a classic message from our archives that we believe will be a blessing to you and give you principles to live big in Christ. Let's join Bishop Greer for this classic teaching as we continue our previous broadcast. You know, I, I, I tell the story, you know, Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall, Humpty Dumpty had a great fall, all the king's horses, all the king's men couldn't put Humpty back together again. What was the problem? He went to the wrong king. But not this woman. She came behind him, behind him. She didn't wait for red carpet. This woman had to push past 12 years of disappointments. She had to push through the weakness and the pain of what she was feeling and cramping up on the inside and all the rest. Every excuse sat on both shoulders. But she made it to church anyway. This woman was horribly bruised. This woman was horribly broken. But she was as tough as nails. The Bible says that Jesus said, when the Son of Man comes, will I find faith on the earth? I'm convinced when the Son of Man comes, he'll find bishops. He'll find big churches. He, he, He will find church buses. Church parking lots, he will find uh, uh, seminaries. But when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith? People willing to push through their disappointments, push through their hurts, push through problems to get to their Jesus, no matter the cost. It says she came behind him in the crowd. Now, most likely, she had to crawl to get to Jesus. Back then, women were, uh, men weren't gentlemen as they are. You didn't open the door. No, no. Women, if anything, opened the door for the man. It was just, it was just, there was none of that chivalry back then. Women were property. Not only that, she was an unclean woman. And you know, when she got to Jesus, actually, the Bible said that she only touched the what? Him. It means the bottom part. That doesn't mean she walked up to him, then bent down. The odds are she was already on her knees. So the picture here is, is a woman that crawled through a crowd, kicked in the dirt, in the mud. But she said, I don't care what I got to do as long as I get to my Jesus. When the Son of Man comes, he will find people having church, but will he find faith on the earth? She came up behind him in the crowd. On her hands and knees, her makeup running, her wig twisted, her dress sideways. But she wouldn't let anything get between her and the crowd. And Jesus, forgive me. I like this woman. My prayer is that God would raise up such women 
today. Matthew 9 and 21. Here's another key that's easy to miss. Matthew brings it out, and then we'll go back to Mark. For she said to herself. You see, when all is said and done, it really doesn't matter what people have to say about you. Once you heard from God, the only thing that matters is what you have to say about you. This woman had no cheering. She had no cheerleaders and no one pulling for her, no, no one coaching her, no one holding her hand. But scripture says she said to herself. Notice she didn't just believe. She had something to say. And when you are in the middle of whatever you're into, the issue is not, yeah, yeah, yeah please believe, but, 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 but when you really believe it, it will show up in your mouth. And there are times where there's not going to be anybody encouraging you. You've got to learn to talk to yourself. The Bible said, and y'all know that when, G, when David was at Ziklag, all his men spoke of stoning him. The Bible said he encouraged himself in the Lord. And sometimes... It's part of God's design. Life will test your mettle. And you know, you know, the reason I'm here is because they didn't do this. And, and if they wouldn't, no, 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 no. Sometimes you got to encourage yourself. Sometimes you got to dig in deep and find the gold. For she said to her self, if only I may touch his garment. See, sometimes opportunity doesn't knock. Sometimes opportunity doesn't chase you down. But we learn from this woman, sometimes when opportunity doesn't knock, you might have to build your own door. And this woman didn't stay home crying, talking about, well, the church elders didn't visit me. She didn't stay home crying and ain't nobody calling me no more. Nobody loved none of that in the midst of her pain. She said to herself, though everybody in the world may reject me, if I could just get to the, the very least part of God is enough for me. The weakest part of God can solve all of our problems. She said, if I just, I don't need a personal audience. I, I, if I could just touch the lowest bit, I know my God is more enough. If I may just touch his garment, I shall. This is what she said to herself. I, I shall. I don't care what y'all say. I don't care how y'all try to block me. I don't care how y'all say I ought to not be out here. And I got that. I say I shall be made well. This woman refused to be anybody's victim. She spoke the end in the middle of it. While she was crawling on her knees, if I could just get there, it's going to be all right. In the middle of the pain, in the middle of the bleeding, in the middle of the crowd, in the middle of the people kicking her, people stepping over, people trying to block her. But she said in herself, if I only touch the very least part of God, this is not a big problem to God. If I could just grab hold of the lesser part of him, it'll fix every problem I could ever have in my life. Back to Mark 5 and 28. 
Again, remember, we're in the series, The Miracles in Your Mouth, and we're beginning to wrap it up. For she said, remember, the miracle's in your mouth. What do you say when you're at the end of your rope? What do you say when you've lost all natural hope? Let's learn from this woman. For she said, if only I may touch his clothes, I may be or I shall be made well. She was saying, I'm not going to let these people. I'm not going to let my condition. I'm not even going to let my shame block me from getting what God has for me. And then when, when she said that long enough and she pushed through her pain, suddenly what she'd been saying all along happened. Verse 29. Immediately, the fountain of her blood was dried up. Why? Because she believed it long before she saw it. It's easy to believe after the fact. She, she didn't even know she could get to see. But, but let me tell you what she didn't do. Sometimes we believe God a little bit and we take a few steps and then we get impressed. It's like, well, you know what? I, I did enough and back up. But this woman didn't come half the way and give up. She didn't come three quarters away and say, well, Lord, I pushed far enough. She didn't quit until she got to Jesus. I don't know how long you're going to have to crawl. I don't know what you got to push through, but do whatever it takes to get to your Jesus. Because when you get there, it will be worth it. Immediately. That's the problem right deep down on the inside. Try it up. And then the Bible says she felt it in her body. You notice the feeling came after the saying and the holding on. We say, if I feel it, I'll say it. She was on a 12 year long period. Pain, cramps, weakness, uncomfortable, uneasy. Just that feeling of sickness. But she did not let her feelings get in the way of her faith. If you're going to receive the results of this woman, as bad as you feel, you can't let what you're feeling now get in the way of what you believe. In my life, I've discovered it's when I feel the worst, and it's what I do when I feel the worst that determines whether I'll ever get better. And this woman in the middle of it, in the middle of pain, embarrassment, 12 years of disappointment, she said to herself, if I could just get through to Jesus, everything is going to be all right. What are you saying? You have a two-year problem. Oh, God, if you were going to fix anything, you would have fixed it by now. You have a three-year problem. Four, five, a 12-year problem in an intimate area. But she holds on and says, I know if I could just get to him, if I got to crawl on glass, I'm going to get to my Jesus. And she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. This lady's teaching us how to deal with affliction in our lives. 
When life knocks you to your knees, don't just fall down and roll over and play dead. If all you can do is crawl, crawl to Jesus. Her attitude was, was not, you know what, he said, every school, there's a crowd. I'm a woman. I'm sick. But she used, if all I can do is crawl, I'm going to use my crawl. If, if, if all I can do is kind of inch up, I'm going to inch up until I get there. If, if, if all I can do is do a little, I'm going to do a little until it's enough. This woman's attitude was magnificent. This woman's attitude was large. This woman's attitude is what caused her to be exceptional and to receive the thing that God had for her. And sometimes it's our attitude that keeps us from receiving because we feel entitled. I, I know I'm, I'll be nicer next week. I know. But, you know, I'm a Christian, and, and everything's supposed to go right. Where do you get that from? Where, where do you get that from? All who live godly in Christ are going to suffer persecution. He said, count all joy when you run into a trial of, of many kinds. There'll be all different types of trials. As long as there's, 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 there's people on this planet, there's going to be trouble. But somehow you feel you should be exempt because you're wonderful. You know... Everybody else is supposed to go through problems in their marriage, but not you. Everybody else can have some issues with their children, but, but not you. Everybody else can, can, can face issues in their body, but you fall apart like a $3 suitcase. This came out better in the first service. But let me tell you something. I, 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 oh, boy. I might look all together up here and everything, like, you know, I done did something with my life. You don't have no idea. You don't know what I crawled through. You don't know how they kicked me. You don't know how they pushed me. You don't know how they tried to crowd me out. You don't know how sick I was. You don't know how long I was sick. You don't know how broke I was. You don't know how upset I was. You don't know how disappointed I was. You don't know how hurt I was. But if I had to do it on my knees... I was going to get to my Jesus. And the only reason I stand here today is because I chose to get to my Jesus. No matter what nobody said, I said to myself, if God be for me, if God be for me, if God be for me, tell me, who can be against me? Though a thousand fall at his left, 10,000 at his right. It's not going to come near me. For long life, he will satisfy me and show me his salvation. I will see the salvation of the Lord in the land of the living. It's what I said about myself when people were talking about me, looking down on me, trying to block, stop, criticize, hurt, and harm me. I'm not preaching something pretty from a book. I'm talking about what I know. And you got to sometimes crawl through the mud. Blood running down your leg. Broken heart. But I'm going to get to Jesus. Some people want what I, what, I, what I got, but they don't want to go through what I went through. 
you want what this woman got, but are you willing to go through what that woman went through? When you are down to nothing, can you find a little something to keep pressing forward? Can you find a little something to just keep moving and say, Lord, I hear people say, but I don't have nobody to help me. I ain't have nobody to help me. Oh, they weren't ni- they were nice to her. But it's what you say to yourself in the midst of that. Do you hear me? Man, what God has for you is not always you're going to fall out the sky. You might have to crawl in some mud for a while. You might have to press through some obstacles, opposition. You might have to hurt for a while. But when you get to where you're going, it all becomes worthwhile. And she felt in herself that her fountain had dried up. And she was here, sit down now. Jesus said, when the Son of Man comes, he's going to find a lot of church people. They're going to be gospel radio stations. It's going to be gospel television. We have some of the biggest churches in history on planet Earth right now. But Jesus asked, when the Son of Man comes, he'll find church. But faith. People say, I want the power of God that showed up in the first century. Well, stop believing like the people in the first century. God has not changed. And if we would press through the way this woman pressed through, taking no excuses, taking no break, Lord, whatever it costs me, I got to get to you. I know what mom and them did in your past 12 years, she had a past. But she pushed past her past. And she got to Jesus. Guys, this is what it's going to take. And going to church is easy. It's pushing past. Hurts. Barriers. Stuff crowds you, blocks you. That's what's tough. Church is easy. It was a statement that Jeremiah said, if if you can't run with footmen, how are you going to run with horses? If you're out of the church because you can't handle a little churchy problem, what you going to do? When they start talking about the mark of the beast, what, what you going to do when they start firing people because they believe a certain way? I mean, if you can't handle a little bit of problem in the foyer, Don't you dare ask me to preach on the Antichrist or the, 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 none of that stuff. You ain't ready. Or the beast. And, and Jesus immediately, knowing in himself that power had gone out from him. And here's the point I want to get to, and I'm going to finish early today. 
What's amazing is in Leviticus 15, we discover that this woman was actually sinning. She was breaking the law of Moses. According to the law of Moses, if you were a woman and you were bleeding that way, you were either to stay in your home, not touch anybody or anything, and anything you touched became unclean. And if you dared go outside, you were supposed to do as the lepers did, say unclean, 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 unclean. So this woman was supposed to be out there if she was going to go out there. She really shouldn't have been out there. She should have been saying unclean, unclean, unclean. But this is the difference between the law and grace. You see, the law focuses on our sins. And it had a purpose and it has its place. And all the law could do is show you that you're a sinner. And then, then when you sin, you just have to admit it and you, and you have to, to line up with the law. But, but here's the deal. This woman, her heart was so full of her answer, she couldn't even speak the problem. You see, the law required to say unclean, unclean, but she'd be lying against the truth in her heart. Because grace had appeared. Grace had become a man. Grace had come down from heaven. And in her heart, she was saying, if I just touch him, I'll be made well. The law said, say, I'm unclean, I'm unclean. But she couldn't lie against the truth who was standing there. Grace had come. And because grace had come, she broke the law and said, I believe. You hear what I'm saying? And Jesus didn't cast her out. It's kind of like gravity's real. Gravity's good for you. But somehow the, the, the laws of aeronautics lift and thrust could cause you to break that law. And the law was good. It was helpful. We were sinners and we needed to know it. But when grace came down, instead of God just pointing out our faults, he could point to the answer. And anyone who grabbed hold of the answer would take hold of him. But what I want, what I want you to hear is the law says she's supposed to say unclean, unclean, but y'all operate like y'all, Moses is still around. I'm a sinner, I'm a mess, I'm a this, I'm a that, I'm a that. that. But grace says, grace is Jesus taking your place on the cross. It's him hanging on the cross and then you standing righteous. Grace is the great exchange. And when you start getting what Jesus has done for you on your mind, it's amazing how, how you, you can't even talk about all that sin because I am the righteousness of God in Christ. I've been justified by faith apart from work. And when you begin to get, you can't even say that other stuff. Do you understand? And when this woman came at him, focusing on his grace, focusing on his power, he felt something. I bet you everybody else in the crowd was touching them based on how good they were that day. You know, I'm a good Jew. I, da, 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 I ought to. And many of you approach God. I'm a good tither. I do this. I go to church. I ought to. Please do right. But the Old Testament was based on merit. The New Testament was based on his merit. The Old Testament, my merit, my performance. The New Testament, his performance, his merit. We must become New Testament believers in Jesus Christ. It's not based on me. It's based on him. 
And when that sinks in, everything changes. This woman did not crawl to get to Moses. Moses would have stoned her. But he did crawl to get to Jesus. And the reason some of us aren't crawling is because we have the wrong concept of God in our minds. Verse 28, and we're through. I said I finished early. Now I'm getting late. When she heard about Jesus, she said, if only I may touch his clothes. I don't know how long she had to crawl. I don't know how long you're going to have to push through. But I do know if you keep reaching for Jesus, you will get to him. If I can only touch him, I will. This is what I choose to say. I will be made well. Is there anybody in this room today that wants to get to Jesus? If that's you, give God a hallelujah. You've been listening to a classic message from Derek Greer. It is our sincere prayer that you are blessed and empowered to live a life bigger than yourself today. If you want to know more about becoming a Christian or want to rededicate your life to Christ, Bishop Greer wants to walk you through a step-by-step guide. It's the most important decision you'll ever make. Visit gracechurchva.org salvation to find out more. We invite you to worship with us online each Sunday on our YouTube channel at Grace Church VA TV. And while you're there, remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell to get all of our latest content. That's all for today. Until next time, live big. Thank you.